This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. It's the Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. My guest tonight is a very funny comedian you know from Oh Hello, Big Mouth, and John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch. Please welcome John Mulaney. Hey, Stephen. Hey, how are you riding out the, the, the quarantining? I'm are very you... lucky to be, to be riding it out well, yeah. yeah how yeah, about me yourself? Too. Me too. Very lucky to be healthy. Uh, very lucky to have a job right now that I can still sort of do. Yeah, you do. You do have a job now. Yeah, yeah. Legally, they have to pay me. Um, I feel, you know, there's a lot of terrible things happening. There is a nice uh, amount of camaraderie in that uh, we're all doing the same thing at once. Is that some solace for you that, you, it, you, that, that you're not alone? It's that at all least, humanity is doing this? All human. It's at least a, um, at best, it's a comfort. And at most, it's a delight. And at least it's a delightful, like, curiosity that every... Like, do you know what you, me, O.J. Simpson, and Meg Ryan have in common? Uh, We're all briefly had a relationship with John Mellencamp. True, yeah, man. Mm -hmm. O.J. did not. If only he'd written a song about that. But we're also all quarantining. Yeah, you, Steve Colbert, Telly Savales Jr., uh, Banksy, all quarantining. The Dalai Lama? Is he? Good. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I got to imagine. Why would the Dalai Lama break the rules? That doesn't seem his style. He, no. I mean, he breaks... Though the, Ch- the Chinese might have a different rules, thing to yeah, say about that. He breaks that. rules when they're worth breaking. Um, sure. Yeah. I wonder where he's staying. I haven't even thought about the Lama. He's not crashing with me. No? He hasn't made no. it down there yet? No, but I bet he'd be a great house guest. He's always giggling. One thing I love about him and Desmond Tutu is they're always giggling. That's not great. What? That's not great. <laughs> That's a great thing. Adult man giggling might be upsetting after a while. I don't know. What? In yes. small doses, it's lovely. Let's hear your giggle. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear yours. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Okay, a lot of people <laughs> are having uh, odd dreams these days. Yeah, and I understand you've had a few. Let me just tell you mine really quickly because it's I'm the guest tonight. Uh, it it's a I dreamed that I had to do my show, but I had to do it someplace where no one could find me. Oh, I'd be in wow. trouble if anyone could find me, but I still had to do my show, Doctor. You'd be in trouble if anyone found you. Like the cops would find me doing my show, but I still had to do the show and broadcast it somehow, but not any place the cops could find me. That's yourself. Some part of you is conflicted about um, uh, performing and, you know, uh, cashing in, I'm kidding, about working during a, a time like this. So the oh, cop, yeah. your inner, your inner yeah. moral compass, perhaps maybe a superego, maybe too far to one extreme, sure. uh, is, is you, you want to hide from that part of yourself that says, 
why why am I making my children join a union yes. and be my PAs? Why but, must the show go on? Why must the show go on? Very okay. fair question. Enough of me, as fascinating as I am. Please, John. That is a good dream, though. And I, and having no training, I knocked that out of the park. Yeah. Um, I wrote down a dream for to to tell you about, because yeah. I'm I'm perplexed by it for real. Wow. Not every not every guest brings notes. Wonderful. Well, please. Um, iPhone, by the way. Uh, oh wow. <laughs> Apple. Hey. Yeah. There you go. Oh, oh. Come Steve on. Jobs, you know. Okay. So here's the dream, Stephen. I do an interview about Rob Reiner, who I don't know in real life. And I've worked with Rob Reiner in some small way. I am uncomfortable during this interview because I don't know him well enough and I am, uh, I am self-conscious that I would say something wrong. Uh, in this dream, as best as I can remember, Rob Reiner is Rob Reiner, the director. Okay, I tell the interviewer three things, one of which I think Rob Reiner might find too candid. So then I see Rob Reiner at a reception in a room with lots of floor to ceiling windows. It's not all glass. There's some light wood too. He has read the interview question mark or he is almost done. He mentions the first two things of the three things that I said. He does not mention the one thing that I was nervous about. Then he asks me to drive him around to see the cherry blossoms which are in season. We are in the car. There is a sense we cannot get out of the car in a semi COVID quarantine way. Yes. I, keep pulling super, I keep pulling up super close to the cherry blossoms, like we'll be under a tree and the blossoms are touching the windshield. I, want, I, I wrote, note, I am controlling the car from the passenger seat, but it's a regular car. I keep saying, look, Rob, there's a cherry blossom. He does not seem to acknowledge that we are seeing them. It's slightly annoying, but I am still too nervous that he read the full interview, so I'm being overly polite to him. I am exhausted at this point. We pull into a driveway, much like the kind I would see in my neighborhood of Greenpoint when I was younger. I point to one. It's 4.30 on the clock. I fall asleep the way I normally do if I'm riding in the passenger seat of a car. I wake up. It's 6.30 on the dot. Rob Reiner hands me a pill that is um, a medication. In, in the dream, the pill is a medication I give my dog for acid reflux. He hands me the pill and he says, wake up. And then I woke up. Well, the first thing about the dream that it gets right is that Rob Reiner is very demanding. <laughs> he is, he is, he'll ask you to do all kinds of things, and then you do it for him, and he's like, ah. Yeah, I don't That's like one. Yeah, that yeah. one is, I'm surprised you don't know him, because that's very much what he's like. I don't know him, no. You know, he's lovely. He's a very, he's a lovely guy. You know, he, he was an all in the family. He yes, was an all in the family. The family. And a great family, director, yeah. too. Yeah, he's done other things since yeah. then. You know Washington well, evidently, because the cherry blossoms are going mad right now. The I cherry imagine. blossoms have been. They bloomed a couple weeks ago, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I think it's, I, I, it's, an, it's, an, it's an anxiety dream. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're showing Rob Reiner the cherry blossoms, and he's not having a good time? That's anxiety. But that's not the anxiety. The anxiety is that you have said something to upset someone you admire, and they may or may not have heard what you said and will yes. not reveal to you and therefore either lance the boil of the anxiety or eliminate the boil of anxiety. They won't say it to you and so the pressure of the anxiety grows because your ignorance about the degree to which you have hurt their feelings, if at all, has um, 
um, it, it keeps secret. It, it, yes. it festers like a secret, like carbuncle inside of your, your heart. Yes. Um, I think you should just call him. I think I will. I'm sure it's about my parents, but I'll also give Rob Reiner a call. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a little upset with you right now. Go ahead. You haven't said anything about my hair. Your it's hair? nothing different about you. I have combed my hair from the other side. I normally comb it this way. It's gotten so long, I had to do something different. I combed it the other way. And I was about to ask you, the next question is, your hair looks great. And I went, no, his hair. He right. hasn't said anything about my hair. Your hair <laughs> does look great. Thank you, I way. appreciate it. I appreciate and, it. And the thing that I, I'm glad to see that it looks great because when I was thinking about everybody like protesting to get their hair cut and everything and people getting shaggy, I thought, I can't imagine John Mulaney shaggy. No, didn't, don't care for it. Not judging it, but don't care for it. Are uh, you breaking the rules? Are you going to a secret celebrity barber? Why do you look good? I, I, I charter a plane and I go to Wisconsin and I drop in and get a cut. No, my wife, Anna Marie, was a makeup artist and hairstylist and still um, gives me fantastic haircuts. So she gave me one a couple weeks ago. Wow. And um, yeah, I, I, I don't know why. I don't like having uh, facial hair of any kind. And it doesn't like being on me. So can you can you grow a beard? I can have hair on my face. Have you attempted to grow a beard? I have attempted to grow a beard, and it looked like that magnet game where you drag metal dirt particles onto that bald. Wooly Willy, I believe Wooly Willy is what <laughs> you're name, trying to pick his up. His name Wooly Willy. <laughs> Wooly Willy. Well, look, because you can do his hair. And you yes. can do his face too, yeah. I never could do, I'd have to lay it flat and do something. Now, I apologize, by the way, my perspective on you, see, I think in my head I thought, since we're all Edward Snowden it this, these days, yes. Um, I think maybe I thought I had a flipped perspective. I'm, I'm no. sorry you're not noticing the part. How does you it can tell it goes back way further on this side. Well, see, that's not a thing I would mention. <laughs> I'm really ready for like a lobotomy scar. Like I'm like that guy, not Chuck Heston, but the other one who gets captured by the apes and they cut out his brain. Have you oh, seen yeah. of the Apes? I have, yeah. I'm that right that. there. Also, I'm getting a very Sam Neill from Jurassic Park vibe, in a way. Yeah. Has this worked? Does this work? Oh, yeah. Ready? Very much so. Ready? <laughs> did that work? Yeah, it did. That was fantastic. Good. All right, good. Hold on. Um, Your thing just came out. Mm -hmm. Did you okay. grow, would you grow beards during things like the Writers Guild strike? Yes. No, yeah. I didn't do it during that. I grew up my eyebrows. No, I did not. <laughs> I did not. I did not do any of that. I grew up between the two shows. I grew up. You did. The I remember yeah. yeah. I had, uh, I had the, you know, sailor on shore leave. Yeah. Kind of yeah. look. Yeah. yeah. Did you enjoy that? I kind of did because not having like shoulders wider than my hips, it's my only like secondary male sex characteristic. It's the thing that like goes like, yes, that's, you know, because old men and old women begin to look alike as they, the way young children look alike as you get older. Oh, and I'm getting yeah, old yeah. enough that I want something to go, that's, a, that's, definitely, that's definitely not an old woman. Well, you're not old at all, but I do know what you mean about that age when that sort of Tony Curtis age where you're like, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> I would love that mane of white hair that he had. He had what, did he have a, he did not have a hairpiece, but he insisted on growing his hair such that it always appeared he had a hairpiece. I don't know. I don't what? know. I'll call, I'll ask Jamie. Okay. You call Rob Reiner, I'll call Jamie Lee. 
this... that maybe you know what maybe i've just done the very thing i was afraid of which was share too intimate of a detail about tony, <laughs> tony curtis if you have a dream about tony tonight let me know hey um, what'd you say about me is that that's a very that's a pretty good tony curtis it's a pretty decent tony curtis he's no longer with us is he he's not he passed away <laughs> so you're speaking ill of the dead Am I speaking ill or am I wondering if he, like millions of Americans, like billions of Americans, have, have used their hairpiece? <laughs> but I don't know why wigs, all these people are showing their roots on TV, or maybe it was just one woman I saw, but I do think wigs and hairpieces should come in. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because if you didn't like the length of your hair, if it's getting a little too much, mm -hmm. you can just braid it and, or bald cap it, wig cap it, and then wear a wig um, from one of America's great wig makers. Here, ready? Yeah. Oh, wow. Thank you. Talk about a magic trick. Illusion! <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have to take a little bit of a break, John, but if you can stay there, and hopefully the audience will also stay there, and we'll be back with more John Mulaney. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, welcome back. I don't know if everybody, I hope everybody welcomed back. We're here with John Mullaney. He's still here. I'm still here. The least you could do is stick around. So now you and your, uh, your compatriot, Nick Kroll, of course, famous for Oh Hello, your, your, your award-winning show on Broadway. Yes. Did it win awards? No. Okay. Um, Should have. The Tony committee, the, the Tony Award committee had a meeting to decide whether or not it counted as a play, and it didn't. <laughs> what, what was it then? It was a special presentation. But what? <laughs> that's better than a play. It should get a special Tony. You can if you're very powerful. Like a lot of times you're, um, uh, again, I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but you're Elaine Stritches, would uh, do a special presentation and there might be a category for that. But our year there was not. But yeah. you were a guest on Oh Hello and you were fantastic. And it was I had a lovely time. I had a lovely time. It was a really, time. really fun show that And now you have a podcast. You and Nick have a podcast called uh, Oh Hello, a podcast, I understand. The podcast, yeah. Um, P apostrophe D. Uh, and it's, uh, those two gentlemen are examining the life and death of Princess Diana. Uh, That's what the whole thing's about. Yeah, the whole thing is just what they know about Princess Diana and mm -hmm. talking to a variety of guests. We've had on uh, Pete Davidson, a psychic yeah. named um, Barusha, uh, John Oliver, yeah. um, and then one episode, and, and we've been working with Ira Glass, or George and Gill have been working with Ira Glass throughout it. So each episode is about 17 minutes. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, do you need? Uh, I mean, do you have? Do you not? Do you need? Um, oh. Do you need anybody to? Are you tech avail? I'm tech. What? I'm sorry. Am I what? Tech avail? Are you tech avail? That means technically available. I'm tech avail. Steven, you're in. I'm tech avail. Now, John. Last time we talked a lot about anxiety. Have you transitioned to Zoom therapy? Yes, I've been doing, uh, I've been seeing my therapist over Zoom uh, twice a week. Um, and I want to say this with all sensitivity to the, true, the truly terrible things that are happening with this virus. Um, she did say to me recently, I think people with your brain are thriving right now. Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, I think that I, I thrive under the government kind of parenting me and saying, you know, you can't, you can't go out. Uh, you can't, um, you can't do anything. I, I take great oh. comfort in being told I can't do anything. And it's or like, see anyone, right? Or see anyone, but you're not lazy or antisocial for doing it. You're, you're following the law. You're being a good guy. Yes. I need, apparently I have no boundaries and I need them. <laughs> I do you, do you I, ever ask how your therapist is doing? Because I, yeah. I, I try very hard not to. No, I do now. Um, I, I always have. And I, I, love, I love my therapist. I've seen the, this woman for a while, and she's great. I, since this all started, um, it's been an interesting phenomenon where I, uh, I might say, you know, um, how are you? And she'll say, well, you know. And I go, yeah. <laughs> so I like that. It, that helps me to know that, like, she, she's not having a great time, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But then again, I'm thriving. But then again, if she's not having a great time, maybe you haven't been that entertaining. I maybe know. she's not that happy to see you. Like, ah, I've seen this one before. Um, what else a, you got? A lot of times she'll That say again? <laughs> that, really, that emotional star, scar? Yeah. Come on, you gotta move, get, get some new material. Um, I said to her once, I know this is kind of cliche me. And, <laughs> and then I told the story. <laughs> My therapist is very nice. She won't ever reveal whether I've told her the story before. Oh, no. Yeah. She'll but go like, do you start sweating it halfway through? I totally feel like I've told the story. She's like, no, no, no. If it's, if it's on your mind, just tell the story. It doesn't uh, really, because it's not storytelling. Yes, of course. Right. No, it is. If you wanted to tell that story in that moment. In this moment, then you should tell it. There's a reason yeah. you're telling her that. But that's torturous to me, and I'll tell you why. It's because I'm one of 11 children, and as a child, and maybe still, I was a terrible storyteller. I would, I would put in far too many details. I would just dra drag everything out forever, and my brothers and sisters' eyes would roll in their head, and they just, their tongues would loll out on the couch waiting for the story to be over. And one day I heard my mother saying behind the kitchen door to the rest of them, you listen to his stories, okay? <laughs> it means so much to him that you listen. He loves it when you listen. You, so to this day, if anyone is listening to my stories attentively, I'm like, mom got to him. Wait, were mom you got a, to him. Were you a kind of like breathless, like <laughs> this one time, these guys, like that? Like you, every detail? No, you grind you a detail, grind you on the details. Oh my God. So anyway, I saw the dog at the end of the street and there was a brown dog. It was like kind of a reddish brown dog. It was like head spots. It was, okay, so it was like the ears were red. <laughs> well, John Mulaney, with, at a certain, a certain point, legally, I think I have to stop. I know, I understand that. But when this, this is, is the, all thank over- Thank you so much for being here. This thank is you for delight. having me. I'd love to drive you around the cherry blossoms when this is all done. Please, well, I'll, 
I'll check in with Rob first to see whether. <laughs> yeah, I should really see what that was like. Do a makeup job like. with Rob. Well, I wish I, I wish I had a pill I could give you right now to wake you up, but um, thank <sighs> you for, thank you for joining us. Cheers. Cheers um, to you. You can listen to Oh Hello the Podcast now. This has been the Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying the Late Show Poncho, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch the Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11:35, 10:35 Central on CBS and Paramount Plus. And for more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hey everyone, it's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like a failure? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life almost feeling like a failure. It's appropriate though, because on Fail Better, my new podcast with Lemonada Media, exploring the world of failure how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives is the whole point. Each week, I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts.